one thing that I'm certainly hearing, and you know, as I said we've we've had many conversations with clients over the last few months, is that there's a genuine appetite for agencies to actually equip them with the means to be able to have those those informed conversations and to be able to help them say no and to push back. B2B has the potential to be electrifying. But the industry is paralysed by a culture of conservatism. Scared stiff in a straitjacket of rational ideas. It's time for change. It's time to make B2B marketing visceral. Join us as we uncover and explore the truth with leading B2B marketers. This is B2B marketing, the provocative truth. Hello and welcome to B2B Marketing, The Provocative Truth. It's a special edition and you know what a special edition means. It means that we're going to be talking about the research again. However, I'm not going to be labouring any particular point. I just want to focus in on one particular dimension of the research today. And that is about the ambitions of marketers, but also equally what's holding them back. Now, to do this, I've got an equally special guest. It's our resident voice of the client within the agency, our head of client services, Mr. Ben O'Connor. Ben, welcome to B2B Marketing, The Provocative Truth. Thank you for having me, Benedict. You are very, very welcome. So the bit that we're going to be picking up from the research this time is specifically around the ambitions of marketers. Um, And as part of that same sentence, I think, is what is holding them back. Because something which really struck me when I was looking through the results, and to be honest, it was something which I've been sort of playing with in the back of my mind since I first saw the results come back, is this idea that there is a lack of ambition within marketing. And to put this in sort of a broader context, what I'm sort of talking about is we asked uh, business leaders um, from their perspective, what is holding marketing back? What, what's holding marketers back from realizing um, their vision for a transformed B2B, you know, full of creativity, boldness, bravery, so on and so forth. And one of the, and in fact, it was actually the, the, the top um, reasons from sort of marketers' colleagues' perspective for why we weren't seeing that change was a perceived lack of ambition from marketers themselves. And that's what I'm going to use as the provocative truth on this occasion. Now, normally, as you probably are aware, I phrase that coming from myself as a sincerely held um, belief. But in this particular instance, I think it does need to be more nuanced than that. So from your perspective, Ben, and based on your conversations, do you think that is a fair perception that it's a lack of ambition from marketers, which is holding them back and keeping B2B in this sort of stasis that we've discussed ad infinitum? I've say... When I saw the research and that the ambition was something that was being put under the spotlight, um, I felt quite uncomfortable with that. And I think, you know, I would hope that there are a few people listening of our clients who have taken deep offence to it. Because I think one thing that has really come across in a lot of conversations that I've had with clients and as part of the forums that we've had the pleasure of plugging into, you know, we've been invited to talk at uh, marketing forums for, you know, a huge number of clients. Mm. It's given us, you know, ambition is not what should be under scrutiny here. Um, No one wants to go to work and produce shit. Mm. And everyone, you know, particularly if you get into marketing, you want to produce fantastic campaigns. You want to be able to drive a quantifiable outcome for the business. Um, you know, everyone considers themselves to, you know, sort of have that level of creativity and and spark. No one wants to produce run-of-the-mill work. Um, 
I think if you look at some of the other language that came through as part of the research, then you can start to relate a little bit more to it. So when things like conviction are brought under question, um, I can kind of see that. Um, but then you need to start looking at the the origins of, of, of that argument. And, you know, a lack of conviction can come down to uh, a lack of motivation, but it can also come when you're working within an environment that doesn't necessarily value where you're coming from or the input that you're you're giving. And I think that's one thing that has come through quite significantly in some of the conversations that we're having with clients, that often they're working at the heart of organisations that don't truly value what marketing could bring to the table. So I think ambition, you know, of course there are going to be the odd exceptions, but I certainly don't think ambition is the problem. I think, I mean, to be honest, I'm, I'm listening to you, I think that you, I think you're, you're you're half right in what you're 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 saying. Absolutely, the marketers start with that ambition, but I think that the sort of the second part, in probably for the reasons that you've just outlined, is that that ambition is crushed. It becomes diminished because of the environment that they're potentially in and mm. the level of respect potentially that they they are afforded. Um, from from your perspective, why why is that the the situation? Because this is something which is definitely a topic that I've touched upon with you know, numerous other people that have come on the podcast. This need to elevate marketing, to make sure that marketing's value is respected. But we're still in this sort of ever going cycle, it seems, where it's attritional for marketers. Mm. Now, just based on your analysis, and I think it's interesting because you are outside looking in rather than being a client itself. What do you think are those key reasons why marketing is not, as I said, afforded the respect potentially that it it needs to fulfil those ambitions? Well, yeah, I think um, I mean, it just reminded me of a conversation we had the other day when the word subservience was used in terms of the relationship between marketing and the business. Um, I think that's a huge factor in terms of marketing being seen as subservient to the business, i.e. delivering on the needs of mm. you know the products or, or sales agenda. Um, rather than being seen as an engine, um, being seen as the champion of of the market, um, of the customer, of your audience, um, I think I think those are, those are all things. So I think I think I think culture um, of an organisation and the the orientation of an organisation has a, has a massive impact on that. And I think you know you can take as said you know we've had the pleasure of speaking to a lot of our clients and getting those sort of deep insights and understanding you know some of those challenges. And you start to hear some quite shocking results and um, you know observations coming out. Um, one of the most shocking is a whole sense of apathy when it comes to marketing, having zero understanding as to the, the value that it brings, the material value that it brings to the business. And um, you know that can be as a result of marketing having not necessarily delivered on on the requirements of that particular business, but more often than not, it comes from a lack of understanding as to where marketing can drive that that genuine difference. Um, one of the things that came through in the research, uh, again, was this whole sense of status quo, mm -hmm. um, kind of manifest as, well, that's not the way that we do things around here, or this is the way that we've always done things. Mm -hmm. um, of course, there's a generational argument to that, but that's something that marketers come up against mm -hmm. consistently. And, and just to pick up on the, the sort of the penultimate, I suppose, point that you, you were making there is that there is not adequate communication of the value of marketing and implicit within that, therefore, the role that marketing needs to play. From your assessment, I appreciate that it's going to be a case-by-case -case basis, but do you think that this is an attitudinal um, 
problem and that marketers are not necessarily having that sort of belief, that confidence or to use, you know, previous guests swagger um, that's required to sort of put forward the case of marketing? Or do you actually think it's more fundamental that marketers do not have the methods to demonstrate that value in business terms? I think it's a combination of the two. I think agencies need to be a lot better in equipping clients, both with the tools, but also the confidence to be able to go and do that effectively. So I think, you know, if you, if you look at tools as a, as a starting point, you know, being able to go toe-to-toes with a tyrannical stakeholder, um, you know, that, that comes with a, a knowledge and an understanding and a demonstrable value that you can bring, being, as said earlier, that kind of champion for, for the market, providing that external point of view, that objectivity that... You know, sort of what quite you know happens is you've got this sort of institutional um, echo chamber that a lot of these organisations work within. Marketing is gives organisations the ability to look up and look to look out and to understand the markets in which they operate. So, so I think you know, sort of providing that research and that context and the tools for clients to, for our clients to as said you know go toe to toe with with partners, I think is a, is a really important thing. I and think- is that a dynamic that you see happening within? Um, marketing in terms of that that role that agencies play, or actually, if we look broad, you know, broad terms, there is a bit of a deficit in terms of that support that agencies are giving marketers. I, th- I think there's a way to go, and I'm not. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that we're doing it, you know, sort of perfectly. Mm. But I think one thing that I'm certainly hearing, and you know, as I said we we've had many conversations with clients over the last few months, is that there's a genuine appetite for agencies to actually equip them with the means to be able to have those those informed conversations and to be able to help them say no and to push back. I mean, again, you know, we've we've had, you know, conversations with clients who say that, you know, internal stakeholders will come with a specific need without necessarily understanding mm. the why, you know, understanding mm. what, you know, sort of the the objective is or understanding what it what it is they're trying to achieve. Um, marketing need to be able to stand up and say, that's not mm quite what we should be doing you know and i think i think that's that's something that really is sort of important to for, for you know for agencies to support marketers and in, in your mind do you see that as a very visible role that agencies need to play and they need to be brought into meetings whether to be the sword or the shield within mm. whatever with their context or do you see this as that agencies need to play that behind the scene role feeding marketers what what they need I know it's a nuance, but mm. I'm interested in your perspective because, you know, from my observations and therefore shared observations with you, I see both behaviour sets with clients and there are pros and cons of each, but mm. very interested to hear your opinion. Well, I think, you know, the more that we talk to, to our clients, you know, there, there is a genuine appetite and you get, get a real sense of them leaning in when you can, you know, when you start sort of talking to them about, you know, how you can help make sense of the market and make sense of, of, of their audience. Um, and give them that sort of ammunition to really understand how they can be more effective, both in terms of communications, but also in the conversations they have internally. So, I think I think it's I think it's a combination of the two. I think there is a degree of you know ensuring that you have got a bit of a you know an, an open door approach to providing that kind of market insight. But I think at the same time, I think it's it's being part of those strategic conversations mm. and helping clients um, actually you know sort of unlock those opportunities. Um, so, so yeah, I think it's it's definitely a combination of the two. And I think this is look, clearly we've got a vested interest in saying this, but this is why it's so important that from a marketer agency perspective, it's not transactional. It's not that you're a service provider, but 
it is that partnership. And there mm. does need to be absolutely that sort of two-way street, which so often is not the case. And that's very, very much to the sort of the advantages of the marketer themselves. Now, I appreciate that we've, we've kept this as a very sort of like focused in conversation. But, but before you go, I'm just interested to ask you sort of what one question. Uh, and that's, what is that one thing that you wish you could say to clients that you've never had the permission to say? What would be that one killer bit of advice that you'd love to get off your chest to clients do you think would be really, really helpful for them? Well, I think it's a piece of advice that we, we're starting to hear constantly is, is to say no. Mm. Um, to push back, um, to challenge, to question. You know, what what is quite often the case, and, you know, we see these kind of briefs coming through a lot, is where there isn't necessarily the the thought about sort of what is, what's the purpose of what we're doing. Um, so, I, you know, I, I think, you know, sort of that that ability to be able to push back and say no and to question why. Um, I, th I think there's a lot to be said about, you know, the, the relationship between our marketing, you know, marketing um, teams and internal stakeholders is a, a lack of confidence. So I think, you know, have confidence in the value that you're bringing to the table. Have confidence that you are invariably, you know, sort of, you know, in the know and able to make those informed decisions. Have the courage of your convictions. And I think, you know, this is where, um, you know, going back to what we we're talking about at the head, you know, having that confidence, having that conviction will, you know, lead to better marketing outcomes. So I think, I think you know, it's, it's about challenge. It's about sort of stepping up and actually challenging some of the things that are coming down, you know, from above and actually sort of taking, you know, sort of that action to actually mm -hmm. sort of make a, a positive change. Yeah, no, I, I, I definitely agree. I think I do agree with that, actually, com completely. And when we've had, you know, numerous conversations with, with marketers and we, we talk about some of those structural or systemic sort of like challenges which are faced within marketing, they, they are real. And I think it's really important that we have these sort of conversations about how marketers can overcome those because fundamentally we're not going to see a shift unless we are in a position where we have the empowered marketers that can lead those conversations that can challenge where is appropriate. And clearly there is a vested interest in, in what I, I'm saying here, but agencies have such an important role to play within that. You talk, Ben, there about being your eyes and ears for the market. And that is what agencies can be for marketers. They can be that extension to equip marketers with that knowledge, with that know-how, with that confidence fundamentally um, to steer the conversation and actually sort of move towards better positive business outcomes. Um, so thanks, Ben. I think there was, I quite also quite liked how we had a quite a, it was very. It was a delicate conversation, given where where we started, and I think that I, I quite like the delicacy which we we managed to conclude that conversation as well. So thank you very much for for joining, and thank you everybody for joining and uh, listening in. Please be marketing the provocative truth is brought to you by Allen Agency. To find out more, head to allen-agency.com. You can stream B2B Marketing The Provocative Truth on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else great podcasts are found. And don't forget to click subscribe to ensure you don't miss out on any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at Allen, thanks for listening.